Star Radio podcast. I'm Ian Henson, and I am joined with a very special guest co-host who you may remember as Avery Schlereth. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Avery. How Hello. You- <laughs> so Avery was on. I don't. When you were on before, like Halloween, I guess. Um. Yeah, I think it came on like right after the premiere of Eric and Jesse or something like that. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, who do we have? Who do we know that can talk about Eric and Jesse? <laughs> Me. Authoritatively, yeah. It's you. Um, how was your Halloween? It was great. It <laughs> what was did you awesome. go as? What did you go as? Um, I was the white rabbit from Alice in Wonderland. Oh, that's and then, cool. yeah, a group of my friends were all different characters from Alice in Wonderland. It was fun. And what did you go as for Thanksgiving? A turkey. You went as a turkey for Thanksgiving? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you're... <laughs> The um, the uh, infamous Schlereth family fantasy football league. What, oh God! Did, did it wind down yet? I'm I'm awful. I I can't even speak about it. It's awful. Yeah. But yeah, I pretty much quit trying after like two like two weeks ago. I stopped trying because it was just like there's no hope for me. <laughs> <laughs> the name of your league is is it Sunday Bloody Sunday or just Bloody Sunday? It's Sunday, Bloody Sunday. Sunday, Bloody Sunday. So, so Avery is out of the Schlereth Bloody Sunday, Sunday, Bloody Sunday, Family League. But yeah, I but I, I'm already like complaining about it because it's not fair that my brother pretty much has three teams. He's controlling. He's controlling his wife's and his baby's and his own. So it's yeah, he's gonna win either way. There's no doubt about it. Does he do a lot of like inner trading within the three teams? Um. Yeah. Or- yeah, <laughs> definitely. Uh, it's like the most honest way to play dishonestly, if that makes sense. <laughs> the league doesn't veto him and tell him he can't make the trade. No, no, doesn't matter. No. And I got um, I got kicked out of the playoffs by Jan this um, this past Sunday in the in the MHR league. I've I've had a terrible season too. Don't worry, don't feel bad because I'm really good, and I. <laughs> <laughs> and I've only I think I only made it into the playoffs in like four of my ten leagues, so don't feel bad, Avery. Yeah, um as I was saying, some of the good things that happened this weekend were uh, the Broncos beating the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. One in the AFC. Did you were you home for that game for Thanksgiving or were you back 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 home home? Not not home, I guess. <laughs> I was back home. I was back in LA. Oh. Um yeah, so I was here for it. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I wish I could have gone to that game. That would have been insane. I think, yeah, and it was kind of warm, right, Jan? I don't remember. It wasn't like 10 degrees. It was like like a normal like 40 degrees or something. Yeah, I think it was a, I think game time temperatures was in the mid 40s, maybe lower 50s. I'm not sure. But it was nice. So that's, that's one of the, some of the talk has been, I guess, around Denver anyways, that, you know, Peyton can't play in cold weather temperature, which I think got debunked this, uh, maybe yesterday by, by MHR's own uh, Bronco Mike, and CBS actually picked up the story and ran with it. They, they kind of said, hey, Peyton Manning played in domed stadiums for almost his entire career. <laughs> so you can't, really compare, you can't really compare that to every time he left the stadium and uh, played an away game. And then they compared his stats, you know, in, in November to December, and basically he had, Peyton Manning has better statistics in December there's a lot more to get into, but we don't want to bore everybody with statistics. <laughs> no, I think 
He can he can do it all. I think he can play in any kind of weather. Have you seen his like little turtle thing that he like puts on his head during the game under his helmet? No. <laughs> I haven't like, done, I, like he like covers his whole entire head to keep him warm in his neck. In his neck. Yeah. Which is, which is held together by three different staples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so some of the highlights from uh, the game. I guess we should start off with the first highlight, which was kind of interesting, which was Noshan Marino's gigantic man tears. What was that? Yeah, what was that? And have you ever cried like that before? I didn't know tears could come out that in that form. They were so thick. <laughs> it was, it was, it was like, like hand sanitizer. It was like dripping out of his eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, there's a company in, in Denver called D-Line, and they actually made a – they're making a T-shirt out of that, and it looks really good. Um, if no Sean Marino's like – Tears across his face. It looks it looks perfect though. Um, he, he attributed to his passion for the game and his uh, gratitude to be playing the game, which I guess is understandable. But I've never seen anyone cry like that, man or woman. Like, no, I was part. like discussing with all my friends. I was like, did somebody die or like what? What was going on? But, no, he just loves football. That guy. That's good. Yeah, I guess you got something. Might as well be. Yeah. Um. And Nojo Moreno is in his like contract year. He just came off of a 224-yard game against the uh, New England Patriots. But unfortunately, we did not win that game. Yeah. Not, not Nojo's fault. No. <laughs> and then uh, another good thing, which was kind of limited, was Champ Bailey coming back. Yeah, definitely. He, he came back in his second play, <laughs> and he got hurt. Um, he got like rattled. I, I guess hurt is the proper term. He did, wasn't injured. He was hurt. Um, and then the Broncos kind of took him off for the entire second half after that. So he's had, I think he's played like, like two, two full games now this season. Not okay. bad. Not bad for, for 10 million though. I'd take it. <laughs> yeah. Easily. Um, paid to be in sweatpants on the sidelines. Sure. <laughs> Got to show up for practice. Yeah. And then the weird thing, did you know about Derek Wolf? Did you yeah. hear about Derek Wolf had on um, when the Broncos were traveling to Kansas City, he was having some type of they were blaming it on food poisoning, but he was having seizure like symptoms. He was like he got taken off of the bus and, and taken to a hospital and apparently like possibly passed out or something like that along the lines. So Derek Wolf didn't make the trip. Oh my God! What? Yeah, it's. I mean, to me, it sounded like he had a seizure. Like he would, like he had like a concussion, and you know, when you have concussion, you have have a seizure from like blinking lights or whatever. But usually, you're throwing up and all that fun stuff. So Derek Wolf didn't make the game. Um, We're gonna talk about Malik Jackson a little bit, uh, a little bit more into it. What did you have anything that from the game that you were like, oh my God? Um... Do you remember like Eric Decker? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was freaking out. I, like every time, because it's been like all about Wes Welker this year, yeah. and so this game was just like brought me back to like last year when Eric Decker was like the golden child. Mm-hmm. But then it was like all Wes Welker this year, and then when he was playing so great, I was like, wow, this is insane. Yeah, Good Wes for Welker, him. Wes Welker had a bad game. He, I mean, Wes Welker had a concussion, and then he had a bad game against yeah. the Patriots. Um, but Decker didn't have a great game against the Patriots either. He caught one ball for five yards. Yeah. Um, and he hasn't had a good game, really a good game, since uh, since the Broncos played the Colts. 
which they also lost that game. So he had 150 yards against the Colts, and I think he had like 40 yards and 60 yards and one game with 70 yards, and then he had five yards, and then all of a sudden he has 174 yards and four touchdowns. I know. Whoa. It was like a fluke accident. <laughs> well, yeah, because the entire season, if you combine everything, he only had three touchdowns on the whole season, and he gets yeah. four in one game. Um, and he, and Demarius Thomas had a touchdown record for like, I think, two weeks. He's, he was splitting the touchdown record for the Broncos touchdown record with Shannon Sharp, and it lasted two weeks, and all of a sudden Eric Decker has his own touchdown record. Had wow. Eric Decker scored one more touchdown, he would have been um, only the third player in, or only the third receiver in NFL history to have done that. He would have joined Jerry Rice, Hall of Famer, wide receiver, and then uh, Kellen Winslow Sr., who is um, also a Hall of Fame uh, tight end. He wasn't able to get that last one in. I don't think the Broncos were trying to score too hard on that final towards the end. Though. I think they were just trying to keep Kansas City. Yeah. <laughs> Did you were you were you convinced at halftime that we were going to lose? Um, no, I never like I never get too set on losing during halftime because like I feel like Peyton is such a fourth quarter player, mm-hmm. such a second half player. Mm-hmm. So ever like during halftime, I've always been like, okay we got this, we got this. Like, I, like, try to talk myself into it because I he plays so much. Yeah, he's just, like, so clutch in the second half. Mm-hmm. When you're in your generation, like, you've never really seen the Broncos lose. You've, you've seen, like, one bad, bad season. But, like, you kind of grew up knowing the Broncos had just basically won Super Bowls. And, you know, they weren't, like, a bad – they've never – I mean, they had one McDaniel season, which we probably not – want to talk about but right. um and it's a mediocre seasons but they were always kind of in the playoff hunt I mean, not in the playoff hunt and now since they've had Peyton it's been like yeah no matter what we're gonna win yeah I know <laughs> growing up like they it was like the glory days with like John Elway and TD and my dad and like all those people was, and Steve Outwater mm-hmm. uh, Shannon Sharp was McCaffrey like, yeah McCaffrey do you remember? Do you remember like Simon Fletcher and Carl Mecklenburg? Do you go back? Does your brain go back that far? No. No. <laughs> but you remember Steve? Atwater. I was so I was so young. <laughs> do you remember John Mobley? Yes. Yes. And who, I do. Who, who was on the line? Was Tom? Did Tom Nalen ever play with with your he dad? He did. Okay. Yeah. And you had Gary Zimmerman. Are you too young for that? No, I remember that. Okay. You remember all the great ones then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the Broncos won. Broncos still have the first seed in the AFC playoffs, which we'll get into the AFC playoff picture in just a little bit, but, um, the Broncos basically control their destiny at this point. They have four games left. If they win out, they're the first seed. Um, if they lose, they're going to become the second seed. If they lose two times, it could get kind of sticky with the Kansas City Chiefs and the Broncos may end up in like the fifth seed of the AFC playoff picture, even though they're going to have a better record than, than all but two of the teams in the, in the AFC. But basically, I don't think that they're going to lose. They got the Tennessee Titans coming up. They have Chargers, Raiders, and Texans. None of those teams are really, um, one, they're not fighting for playoffs, and two, uh, they're not really, uh, the, other than the Titans, I should say that. The Titans are kind of one of the top ten teams in the AFC right now. Um, but yeah. we're going to play them in Denver in, I think, 20-degree weather <laughs> this Sunday. Oh, my gosh. And I think the windshield might be even worse than that. It's supposed to snow uh, Tuesday in Denver, Tuesday night, and then Wednesday morning. So it might be gone by then, but it'll still be kind of 
Arctic chill. I mean, so are you going to come home this weekend to see the game? No. Like, not for 20. <laughs> like not for 20 degrees. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I would love to. It'd be so fun to just like get all bundled up and be outside and in the snow and the cold. But no, unfortunately, I'm not coming home this weekend for the game. If you had to pick one defensive player on the Broncos, who would, right now that's currently playing, who would it be? That would be like your say your favorite Broncos player. Um. I don't know. That's that's too hard. I like. I don't ever pick like a favorite. A favorite on just because like I I just love the team. I love Peyton so much. It's like who I love so much. That's <laughs> like all I can focus on. But, would, you, would you say Von Miller? Top three, top five. Well, yeah, yes. One freak thing about Von Miller that I don't think a lot of people know is he has terrible games against Kansas City for some reason. <laughs> Like Kansas City, yeah, he just doesn't have good games. He had a bad, he he didn't have a bad game. We're gonna get into the PFF statistics in a second, but Von Miller had like a point three or something against Kansas City. And if you look at the way Kansas City set up, like they're set up to stop Von Miller. You draft a you draft a left tackle in the first overall pick. Like who are you really planning on stopping? Like the guy that you played two times this season, Von Miller. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so there's a team built around, you know, making sure that Von Miller doesn't touch their quarterback, and, and he hasn't. He hasn't had a good game. He, he kills against the Patriots for some reason, but he never does well against the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. And then this week, um, last weekend, it stood true. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about pro football focus? I love – I know you love talking about pro football focus. Yes, completely. <laughs> okay, so over the previous – these are all – ProFootballFocus.com grade. So over the previous six games, Peyton Manning has had a point, a negative point one. Um, in his first five games, he had a positive twenty-two. Against the Kansas City Chiefs, he graded out at a, as a plus four point four. Um, I guess that means he had a good game. Yeah. <laughs> five touchdowns. Five touchdowns gets you a four point four from PFF. Um, <laughs> a guy who had a bad. A bad game, according to Pro Football Focus, is, is a friend of the show, actually, Dookie and Nacho. He had a negative 5.8. Um, there was a 17-play drive where the Kansas City Chiefs had the ball for, I think, eight minutes. And on two of those plays, Dookie and Nacho missed Jamal Charles. Um, on, a, on a third and goal, he had a face mask, face mask penalty against Dexter McCluster, which created a first and goal. And then he was covering Junior Hemingway on a 17-yard score. So Dookie and Nacho possibly still feeling some repercussions of the ankle injury that kept him out the week that he was on the show. Uh, and then the running backs. This is actually surprising to me. Monte Ball had 117 yards on 13 carries. He had one carry for like 45 yards. So that kind of helped everything out there. PFF gave him a, a positive three. Moreno had 18 yards. On 15 carries. It didn't seem like Moreno had more yards than 18 yards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was crying for heaven's sakes. He was like, he did like everything that <laughs> And then he did the little like thing where he went underneath the pile and he like acted like he was in the army and he was like. Yeah. Wait, no, that was actually really cool. I love that. Yeah, they just wouldn't like, he wouldn't go down. And then the whole team like jumped on him. And I think, uh, who ended up getting a penalty? It was uh, Ramirez. Manny Ramirez. Yeah, Manny Ramirez ran in and like knocked the guy off of Nocha Maria. No Nocha Maria was already on the ground and just keeps crawling for. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just like little point the camera. <laughs> I love it. 
to the point at the camera. Like he didn't have the bloody, uh, bloody elbow anymore from the New England Patriots game. But the New England Patriots game was so cold that no Sean Marino started bleeding in his elbows. Like that's cold. Very just kidding, just cracks. <laughs> so I forgot to tease at the very beginning of the show that we this is episode 18, the Peyton Manning episode. So we have a very special interpretation of the Peyton Manning, Ron Burgundy interview, which if you haven't seen, it's okay because we're going to bring it to you live <laughs> with Avery <laughs> and Jan. And before that, though, I want to get to a creepy story. So you got to tell me, you got to tell me a uh, creepy Twitter follower story, Avery. Um, okay. Well, I, I've gotten a couple, but, um, this one was like, I get a lot of people asking me if I'm like coming to a Broncos game, like whether it's in their hometown or if it's in Denver. And this one time I've gotten asked, like, are you coming home for the game this weekend? Cause most people know that I'm, uh, that I live in LA. Mm-hmm. So people are like, are you coming to Denver for the game this weekend? And, um, or, and then they'll be like, because if you are, if my team wins, you have to come, like, we need to meet up after the game and you owe me a kiss. And like people, people will like have me try and meet them up after the game. They'll like consist, consistently tweet me. And sometimes I'll be like, won't tweet them back, but then they'll tweet me the next day and be like, Oh, looks like your team won. Can you just give me like a virtual kiss over Twitter? But yeah, that's, that's like the creepiest one I've gotten. I haven't gotten anything bad that bad no no feeding and, cake unfortunately or fortunately everyone's everyone's pretty uh respectful because probably because my dad is very big in twitter so <laughs> no one says anything too outrageous he's, he's quick to jump jump forward too i think if anyone gets out of line <laughs> yeah well because people people will use both me and him in the same tweet so do you think he's just not going to respond to you oh, if you say yeah. something best? of course he yeah. is um yeah i can imagine that being kind of intimidating yeah. I never just like do you, when you like bring a guy over. Does he ever just mess with them? Just like sit there like cleaning a shotgun? Oh yeah, <laughs> he, he doesn't have a shotgun, but he does the hardcore. Um, he, I, I one time like high school, if people were taking me to like a school dance or something, he yeah. would pull them aside and be like, "If anything happens to her, I will find you and I will kill you." And he was like, "That's it. Have a great night. Have fun." Because like that's it. That's all I'm gonna say. To you. <laughs> And they, <laughs> everyone just freak out. But it would already be tough because, I mean, you have an older sister and an older brother. Yeah. And then your dad, like, you could never do Avery Schlereth wrong because you would just, it, your life would be ruined. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> older brother, <laughs> older brother that can throw a baseball pretty fast and throw it straight at your head. Right. You got a ninety yeah. mile an hour fastball at the back of your head. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's talk about <laughs> how, what was prom like? Like, bring everybody over for pictures at your house. Like, you got like your prom date, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, He's we would back. oftentimes, um, we would most of the time do pictures at my house. So uh, it would be like before we were all walking out the door, my date would like be back in the front door still, and I'd be like on the patio, like walking out to the car. And he'd have like a talk with them, and I can just see them walking out like, "Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir." And uh. like, I'd be like, oh, "I'm so sorry." He was like, "Nothing's gonna happen to you or me. We're all gonna be fine." Oh my gosh, that must have been so intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm fine. 
AFC playoff picture, I mentioned this earlier, the Broncos are currently the number one seed in the AFC uh, with only two losses. The Patriots have had three losses, so they're the second seed in the AFC. I need you to pick, so I'm going to name the six seeds in the AFC right now. If the playoffs were to start today, you got to pick one team, Avery, that won't make the playoffs. You ready? Yeah. So we have the Broncos, the Patriots, the Colts, the Bengals, the Chiefs, and the Ravens. Which one do you think won't make the playoffs? The Bengals. You think the Bengals are? Yeah. That's actually kind yeah. of a good guess. They have a, they have a, I, I can't remember who they play this weekend. They have a tough game this weekend. So the Bengals, as it stands right now, I think the Bengals would play the the Chiefs in the in the AFC first round wild card, and I don't think they'd stand a chance against the Chiefs. No. <laughs> and then the, the Patriots actually have to play the Ravens still in Baltimore. So, I mean, if, if the Ravens win that game, they'll be in the playoffs. They lose that game, which I mean, anyone could lose the Patriots. If they lose that yeah. game, then they'll be – they probably will be out of the playoffs. And the Steelers somehow could make it into the playoffs still. Um, and then the Broncos opponent this weekend, the Titans are like the eighth seed. So the Titans are really – this is like the Titans Super Bowl. To get into the playoffs, they have to beat the Broncos. The Broncos don't seem majorly concerned with the Tennessee Titans. Plus, the Titans are already kind of mad because Peyton Manning like got a hell of an offer to join the Tennessee Titans. The owner wanted to give him like part ownership of the Titans. Do you remember that when they were negotiating? I do. Yeah, I do. Um, I'm happy he didn't go with them. <laughs> He's my favorite Bronco. Uh, <laughs> Quote unquote. You don't want to be your favorite Titan. Uh, uh, yeah, I just I don't know. Um, I don't know who I'd pick. I'd probably say the Ravens, but that might be wishful thinking on my part. I was really mean to the Chiefs like four weeks ago. I said that the Chiefs would be lucky to win two more games for the rest of the season, and the Chiefs are zero and three since then. So I don't know if I cursed them or if they're really just not a good football team. But they don't have an easy schedule for this. They still have to play the Chargers again, who they lost to. They have to play the Colts, who I think can probably beat them, and that would give them what four losses or five losses on the season and five losses might not i think five losses you still get into the playoffs but so let's talk about the nfc the nfc at the playoffs were to start today the seeds would go like this um seattle new orleans san francisco carolina detroit and dallas which one oh, of those gosh which one um, of those wouldn't make the playoffs go with dallas I, I was just going to say, <laughs> I think Dallas. <laughs> I think Dallas, too, because the Eagles are right behind them. The Eagles are playing so good right now. Like, Nick Folk, like Nick Folk is breaking – Nick Foles is breaking, like, Peyton Manning records. Peyton Manning had the record for, like, 10 minutes, and Nick Folk, he comes in – Nick Folk comes in and throws seven touchdowns in the game. It's just not fair. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Uh, And I think that the – I don't remember the records off the top of my head. I think that the Eagles and – let me see. The Eagles are 7-5 and and the Cowboys are 7-5. So one little tiny mess up and they'll switch seeds. I can't imagine the Cowboys are going to win out for the rest of the season. Are you disagreeing with me, Texas? I think John's an under – John's like an (laughs) undercover Cowboys fan. I just just know the Cowboys – um fan base down here I, I have a friend that him and i we text constantly about each other's teams and he keeps me up to date with the cowboys um i'm thinking the cowboys will probably make it um uh, because 
I don't I don't think the Eagles are that good. They played against a bunch of backup quarterbacks, so they're not even that good. So you can say the same thing for the Chiefs though. The oh, Chiefs yeah. had Chiefs have played like three starting quarterbacks and they've lost three straight games. Yeah, I think the Broncos pretty much exposed that the Chiefs are a bunch of pretenders. No, I hope the Patriots didn't expose that the Broncos are a bunch of pretenders. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so so we got something really cool coming up after the break. Stick around, and uh, we'll see you on the other side with Ron Burgundy and Peyton Manning. Tuesday and you're a Broncos fan, you probably saw the interview that uh, Anchorman Ron Burgundy did with Peyton Manning. So what we're going to do uh, is read the transcription of the Peyton Manning Ron Burgundy interview. Playing Peyton Manning will be our own Jan Wang <laughs> and playing Ron Burgundy in, in one of her um, finest broadcast performances is going to be Avery Schlereth. <laughs> so without further ado... <laughs> Peyton Manning and Ron Burgundy. <laughs> uh, you're one of the great quarterbacks in the game today. You've had a lot of success, and yet you've done it all without a mustache. You're running around that, up there, and I'm going to be honest with you. You look like a succulent baby lamb. I guess to tell you the truth, I've never, I, never <laughs> had, I never had any desire to grow any facial hair. I think that I managed to play quarterback okay without a mustache. Eli tried to grow a while back without much success, I have to say. Oh, I saw that. It did not look good. So you play in Denver for the Broncos at Mile High Stadium? Correct. Tell me about your relationship with the Thunder. Our mascot, Thunder? Yes, yes. Um, you're talking about the the horse that runs up and down the field every time the Broncos score? Oh, yes. I've had my eye on that beautiful, that wonderful beast for decades. I mean, I know. I've played a little bit in my day. San Diego. San Diego State. Scout team quarterback. I used to yell, check off, all the time. Check off. No clue what it meant, but when I saw someone on that defense move, I just yelled, check off, check off. <laughs> All right, let's do it again from the top. No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> oh man, I swear we did that for Ian's amusement. <laughs> it was awesome as I thought yeah. it would be. Thank you guys so much. I'll, I think for the last like four hours, I was saying right before we came back from the break that Avery has taken and up, put up her hair for taking taking it down about four different times. <laughs> I was so nervous. I had to, like, turn on my air conditioning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, wonderful job. Um, Speaking of funny things, we we had a couple funny things happen last weekend in the NFL, one of of which I'm not even positive how to refer to in in, uh, polite company, but we had had a Mike Tomlin. (laughs) What was Mike Tomlin doing, Avery? (laughs) Uh, Sticking his foot out. Like, absolutely 100% tried to trip Jacoby Jones mm-hmm. along the sideline. It didn't look like it at first, but then, like, as soon as as soon as they did the replay, it was like he straight up tried to. And he was smirking after. Yeah. Like, there's no deny. I wonder how, I mean, is he going to get, how much is he going to get fined? $100,000? Like, no idea. They might lose draft picks over Mike Tomlin's foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh this is like the 1999 Broncos paying people too much money and hiding it in the books that Mike Tomlin trying to show. The thing is he got tackled and the, and the Ravens still won, but had the Ravens lost that game, I can only imagine what, what that would have caused the Mike Tomlin um, attempted trip episode. Seriously. That was just such a like immature move. Can you give me a play by play on how Vernon Davis got tackled this weekend? Uh, <laughs> she's like no appropriately or um there was just there was a definitely a violent grab in there for which a is, long while which is completely legal as far as i understand i don't know i mean and dominican sue got fined for kicking um matt schaub yeah <laughs> in the going but matt schaub didn't have the ball Vernon davis had the ball yeah that was he got he got drugged down by his man part. Area. <laughs> area. There we go. By his mind, his man area. <laughs> his his uh his his man mustache, as Ron Burgundy would put it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Peyton Manning could grow a mustache. What do you think, Peyton? I don't. As I said, I tried growing one. I don't, I play quarterback good without a mustache. <laughs> Eli tried to grow one. It didn't look too good. <laughs> I saw that. Oh, I saw that. That uh, that um that interview airs in its entirety on the fifth, I think, on Sports Center when Ron Burgundy. Ron Burgundy, what's that other guy's name? Are you big? Are you an Anchorman fan, Avery? Yeah, but uh, are you, which um? It's the, it's the sportscaster. I can't remember his name. The one that used to be on the Daily Show when you were like five years old. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Okay. Um, so Broncos played Tennessee Titans. Avery, tell us everything you know about the Tennessee Titans, and it's okay if it's nothing. Yeah, I don't. I just don't have much on that. <laughs> like Chris Johnson ran for two thousand yards like ten years ago. Yeah, I don't. He's still referred to as CJ two K for some reason, even though he hasn't two <laughs> K'd in a while. I think I think the last time CJ two K'd was uh, the Terrell Davis era. No. <laughs> It was it was a little bit after that, but not not too far. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I I just I I, don't, I have like nothing to say about the Chinese Titans really, except for hey, I hope we win. I hope that we win as 
well. We're playing at home. It's going to be colder than usual, but not as cold as the Patriots game, I don't believe. Uh, 20 degrees is what we're looking at. The Tennessee Titans are playing with a backup quarterback who you should probably, if you're in the playoffs and you're in need of a quarterback, you should probably pick up. I constantly refer to him as Ryan Fitzgerald, and his name is Ryan Fitzgerald. Help me out, Jan. Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Poor guy. Ryan Fitzpatrick, who uh, a, a fellow Harvard alumna. <laughs> I, I didn't go to Harvard. I was kidding. Avery did. But, totally. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Kendall Wright, they just don't have a lot of talent. They just happen to be in the AFC South where you don't need a lot of talent. You play the Jacksonville Jaguars twice, and you play the Houston Texans twice this season. There's four wins right there. Uh, that's a third <laughs> a third of your season undefeated i don't know I, but it is like we said it is the kind of the super bowl for the tennessee titans and who knows what could happen with uh that defense the broncos will have champion back they'll have Derek wolf back um probably have dominic rogers cromarty back as well and they won't necessarily need everybody hopefully and and, and hopefully uh peyton manning can throw for another five ten 20 touchdowns. Yeah. 10, 20, <laughs> 30, 40, I don't know, anything. Let's, let's get to the final segment of our show, which uh, we like to talk about television since Kyle's not here. I, I forgot to mention, if you guys haven't noticed, Kyle's not on the show tonight. Uh, he is, I think, he didn't he have like a Tom Brady emergency, Jan? Yeah, I think he had to help Tom Brady in the new uh, Alex Santa Claus commercial. <laughs> If you'll notice, Jan only comes back on the show when Kyle's gone. I'm not. I'm gonna let you guys draw your own connections between that. But Jan and Kyle may be the same person. I'm not positive. Ooh. <laughs> and Avery's Kyle. Avery's Kyle in a girl voice. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are you watching on television now? Um, I watch. You made it all the way to season three of Breaking Bad. Yes, I did. I'm still catching up on Netflix because everyone talks about it and I don't have any input. How many different times has it been ruined for you, though? Actually, there's been, like, three different occasions where it could have been ruined, but I decided to, like, plug my ears and scream or, like, run away or something. That's what Jan does. Whenever (laughs) whenever anyone mentions Josh McDaniels, (laughs) Jan plugs his ears, screams, and runs away. (laughs) Yo... Twitter, um, Ian runs the Orange Page Twitter account, and if he, I was having a, a great evening till he brought up Josh McDaniels. I was like, oh my god, I'm <laughs> done with Twitter. I was like, by the way, no Sean Moreno, Demarius Thomas, Eric Decker, we're all Josh McDaniels draft picks. And then someone chimed in and mentioned um, Alfonso Smith. Who did you mention, Jan? Alfonso I mean- Smith. Oh, there's like a whole blacklist of players. He mentioned three other. He was only, he was only able to come up with three other players. And then poor at Asian Orange on Twitter gets just lambasted with players that Josh McDaniels brought to the team. <laughs> <laughs> Cole quit. Uh, Zane Beatles. JD Walton. <laughs> oh, gosh. Robert Ayers. The who's who of like. Maybe not the best players on the Broncos, but definitely the second best players on the Broncos. He also uh, made one of the ultimate mistakes, but we're not going to bring up his name on this show. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh, got yeah, Tim Tebow. No, you said his name. <laughs> oh, how, how, I was waiting for 
was waiting for it. Oh How in love with Tim Tebow were you, Avery? Were you like picking <laughs> uh, up? Uh, no, I, he's nice. He's a nice dude. Um, were you ever like, Dad? Can you invite him over for dinner for Thanksgiving? No, um. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, at first I was like, I was so stoked about it and so gung ho and like, oh yes, Tim Tebow is on our team, and yeah. It was, and then the possibility of Peyton Manning came up, and you're like, Tim who? Tebow yeah. what? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Peyton Manning is just like a legend. So I don't know. You probably haven't experienced much of this, Avery, but the Chiefs fans were like the worst for the last like four weeks. The Chiefs fans just would not shut up. Like they had like the next greatest thing in football. And Tim Lynch, who, who works at, at Mile High Report, co- would constantly point out that, like, they're, you know, guys, Broncos fans, chill out. They're acting like we acted when we had Tim Tebow. <laughs> like, we thought we were God's gift to the NFL. And so, yeah. But Seriously, now, some of those fans are just gnarly. Unlike, so into it. unlike um, the Chiefs, the Tim Tebow actually got us to the playoffs, though. And, and he only, how many games did he lose on the way to the playoffs, Jan? Two? Mm. One? One. I know that we went. I know that we beat the Kansas City Chiefs by throwing three complete passes, which was oh, it was, it was two complete passes. Two, two complete passes, and one of them was for seventy-three yards to uh, Eric Decker because mm-hmm. the Kansas City Chiefs were just like, "Oh, they're going to throw the ball." <laughs> just went surprised everybody. <laughs> Same as the uh, the uh, Steelers playoff game, they were like, "Oh wow, he's going to throw." Demarius Thomas. Oh my god. So, third season of Breaking Bad, what else What else are you watching? Toddlers and Tierras. Uh, no, I don't watch that. <laughs> I watched um, Erica Jesse when it was on. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. Modern Family. I love Modern, um, Modern Family. So good. Um, I watched Elementary. Um... And then also the following when that's on, but it's not on right now. The following, the following is super good. AMC, right? No, I just yeah. made up a show. No, it's. <laughs> yeah, it's on Netflix. Uh, the following. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that if it is. What, uh, are you, what are you watching, Jan? I'm finally uh, watching The Office season nine, which is their last season. And um, the reason why um, it took me a while to, to get back on track was because uh, the show just didn't feel the same without Steve Carell. So, and then oh. just watching it just just earlier this evening, I was like, "Oh, this is a pretty good show." So, if I just eliminate that aspect of it, then we're good. Um, I don't know what I'm. I don't know what this, I'm watching. Homeland, but no one here watches Homeland, especially Avery. No, I know. I want to get into that so bad because I I'm, all I hear is good things about it, but I haven't I haven't started anything. <laughs> so, keeping up with the Kardashians. <laughs> I know I'm too busy watching that. <laughs> all right, and then what would would you get a would you get a PlayStation Four and Xbox One? Yeah, for sure. Which one? Which one would you choose? This this uh, is going to decide this is going to decide whether Jan likes you or not. Xbox One. That's what, yeah. Jan, you are on the PS4 side, right? I'm on the PS4 side right now because it's cheaper. It's $100 cheaper. Oh, that's why? Well, that and it's a gaming system, <laughs> not like some what living room. What about the quality? We're thinking about quality. Quality-wise, right? I, they I think they're the same. 
It's just a matter I, of what games you're playing. Like, like what, what are you playing right now? And you're, are you playing any games right now? Me or Avery? Avery. I'm not talking to you, Ian. <laughs> no. But on the old Xbox, I used to play a hunting game, and I got so good at it. I would hunt in Africa, and I would, I would literally go to my neighbor's house to play it all the time because I didn't have it. And uh, I became so unhealthily good at it, and that's probably why I'd get an Xbox so I could get that game again. Oh, nice. Yeah. I've never played an Xbox. I've seen people play it, but I'm like, I'm not going to screw up my PlayStation wrist with that thing. Mm-hmm. The buttons are in the wrong spot. <laughs> uh, Plus, I don't want like I think the, the NSA could spy on me through my Xbox. The thing's not coming to my house. You know, the NSA, the NSA is spying with everybody that has an iPhone or an Android device. You're as we broadcast through uh, Skype and can see yes. each other. I'm like, I don't want the NSA staring at anything <laughs> that I do. Uh, <laughs> you can't trust anything. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us on the uh, 18th episode of MHR Radio. Next week, we'll be back, hopefully victorious after the Titans game. And um, thank you so much, Avery. Follow Avery at Avery Slareth on Twitter. She um, Don't ask her to kiss you if your, your team wins, because uh, apparently she doesn't do that. How do you do a Twitter kiss? <laughs> a Twitter kiss is all you're going to get. But yeah, thank you again so much for, for coming in and, and being such a lovely co-host. Thank you for having me. Always fun. (laughs) And we will see you next time. Have a great week, guys. Thank you. Bye. Go Broncos.